It is zero hour, 30, universal time. Time for the news in special English. The United States has urged Iran to free an American man sentenced to death on charges of spying for the Central Intelligence Agency. The Obama administration and the State Department said the charges against Amir Mirza Hekmati are false. Iran's Fars News Agency says a court found him guilty of cooperating with a hostile country. In December, Iranian state television broadcast a video of Amir Mirza Hekmati reportedly admitting guilt to the charges. He said he worked at American bases in Iraq and Afghanistan and was given orders to join the Iranian intelligence ministry. Iran has now confirmed that it has started uranium enrichment at a second nuclear center. The new center could permit uranium to be processed quickly for possible use in a nuclear bomb. Iran's representative to the International Atomic Energy Agency, Ali Asghar Sotanieh, made the announcement Monday. He said Iran is treating uranium at the new underground Fordo Center near the city of Qom. He said an older center near the city of Natanz is also enriching uranium. Mr. Sultaniyeh said the IAEA is supervising the enrichment operations. He spoke to an Iranian television broadcaster. Diplomats with ties to the IAEA said the uranium enrichment is not at a level needed for weapons. Three separate bombings killed 16 people in Baghdad Monday. Iraqi officials say 40 others were wounded. The officials said many of the victims were Shiites who were traveling to the holy city of Karbala for yearly religious ceremonies. The first bomb exploded in southern Baghdad and killed two people. Several hours later, eight people were killed when a bomb exploded in the western part of the city. The last explosion killed six people in the Ashab area, a Shiite neighborhood in northern Baghdad. A former American soldier has been charged with trying to join the Somali rebel group Al-Shabaab. American judicial officials say Craig Baxam became a Muslim shortly before leaving the army in July of last year. They say he planned to join Al-Shabaab and live under Islamic Sharia law. Officials say Mr. Baxam flew to Kenya and paid for transportation to Somalia. But Kenyan officials arrested him near Mombasa. Mr. Baxam had trained in intelligence in the American army. He served in Iraq and Korea and could face up to 15 years in prison.
if found guilty. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Nigerian police say the Islamist rebel group Boko Haram has killed a Borno security service officer. The police commissioner there said the gunman attacked the officer as he left a mosque in the town of Biu. Boko Haram has claimed responsibility for several deadly attacks recently. These include a bombing of a church near Abuja that killed 30 people on December 25th. On Sunday, Nigerian President Goodluck Jonathan said the group has secretly placed agents inside his government. He said Boko Haram members are in the executive, parliamentary, judicial departments of the government and in the armed forces. And he said that makes it more difficult for the government to fight the group. Tens of thousands of Nigerians have been protesting rising fuel prices. Witnesses say a police officer shot and killed one protester in Lagos. Reports from northern Nigeria say two people were killed during the demonstrations in the city of Kano. The Red Cross says at least 14 others were injured in the city. Kano state officials have declared a 14-hour curfew in an effort to end the unrest. Thousands of Nigerians began striking on Monday to protest a government decision to stop a program that kept fuel prices low. Prices doubled in one day. The protests have affected many cities. Protesters have blocked roads, set fires, and denounced the policies of President Goodluck Jonathan. A professor who demonstrated in the Nigerian city of Wari criticized the president for the decision. She said that people believe the government is being very mean. The Afghan government said Monday that before formal talks with the Taliban can begin, the militant group must agree to a ceasefire. An Afghan official also dismissed reports that the government would give the Taliban some provinces in exchange for an end to the fighting. Earlier, a top member of the Afghan Peace Council said it will send a delegation to Qatar. The delegate is set to get more information about proposed negotiations and Taliban plans to open an office in Qatar. The Afghan Peace Council again said that the Afghan government must lead the peace process. The Taliban said last week it had an agreement to set up an office in Qatar. Chinese President Hu Jintao has promised to continue efforts 
to make sure the Korean Peninsula is at peace. His comments came during talks in Beijing with South Korea's President Lee Myung-bak. Mr. E is on a three-day visit to China. Mr. Hu told the South Korean President that the safety and security of the peninsula is his main concern. German Chancellor Angela Merkel and French President Nicolas Sarkozy are attempting to speed up efforts to control Europe's debt crisis. The two leaders met Monday in Berlin. They called for speedy negotiations to tighten controls on spending by European governments. Mr. Sarkozy said the new budget limits should be signed by March 1st. That would be one month earlier than planned. Chancellor Merkel agreed on the need for urgent action. Leaders of European Union member countries are to meet again on January 30th. And now, here again is the major news. The United States has urged Iran to free an American man sentenced to death on charges of spying for the Central Intelligence Agency. Three separate bomb explosions in Baghdad have killed 16 people and wounded 40 others. And a former American soldier has been charged with trying to join the Somali rebel group Al-Shabaab. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.